I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 359 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are heading out to Hollywood today to bring you an actor who has had a recurring role on NCIS for 17 years. He just signed on for two more. Sean Murray joins me today. He played Timothy McGee for 383 episodes so far of the Emmy-nominated series. He has been in the show business since he was a kid. In fact, he played Thackeray in the Hollywood classic comedy Hocus Pocus. It's a movie that my kids really enjoy watching once a year. I'm very excited to have him here with me. Sean Murray will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Sean Murray was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between the NCIS star and myself, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and tomorrow on the podcast, I'm going to be joined here by a legendary Army Ranger, Matt Eversman, who fought in the Battle of Mogadishu, which of course was immortalized in the major motion picture, Black Hawk Down, will be here, so don't miss out on that. And then Friday, we're going to go from one four-letter show, NCIS, to another one, SWAT, with the star of that, Kenny Johnson, who will be joining me here. So that's going to be exciting. And please follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all of the upcoming guests. I have got some incredible guest announcements that I'm going to be dropping very soon. I'm going to put them out on Instagram first, so follow me, at Alec Alec underscore Lace. I had the honor of being featured in Podcast Magazine in the June issue. I posted the article on Facebook and over there on Twitter, so if you'd like to check it out, please do. And I cannot say thank you enough to all of you guys out there who continue to show support and push me forward with this podcast, which really began with some imagination and faith. From the little acorn grew the mighty oak. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart here. And as always, guys, if you could, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with actor Sean Murray. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Sean Murray. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right, let's do it like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got two kids, a uh, boy and a girl. They just turned 10 and 13. My boy turned 10, my girl turned 13. And uh, they were kind of interesting birthdays being under this, you know, kind of stay-at-home lockdown. Uh, so they each kind of got a parade in front of the house from all their friends, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. But yeah, they just both recently had birthdays. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one that they'll remember for sure. Uh, what kind oh, of yeah. most, 
what type of sports or activities are they into? Um, my girl has been dan- – her name is Caitlin. Uh, she's been dancing and doing gymnastics her whole life. Uh, she she just recently became a cheerleader, and she's, of course, really into that. That's a whole scene, you know. Um, and my boy has actually taken up golfing. He has found his, like, zen – in golfing, he really enjoys it. Wow, very cool. I like that. Do you? Do you there um, were so many sports we tried with him that he just wasn't into. He was he had no patience for baseball at all. He would end up sitting down out in the center field during the game. <laughs> yeah, I've had one of those myself. Are you are you a golfer yourself or no? I'm not a golfer at all. I grew up playing baseball. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do the miniature golf. That's about the extent of my golf career has taken me. Yeah, and that tests my patience as well. That's that's about as far as I can go to. Sean, if you could, please, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, well, uh, again, my name is Sean Murray. I'm an actor. Um, I've been working since I was 13 years old in the business, and I'm uh, 42 now. I've been doing a show called NCIS for... Uh, for 17 years now and we're on a break but we've got uh, we just got picked up for two more years so seasons 18 and 19 are coming which is pretty wild i mean you know i i didn't have kids when this all began i wasn't <laughs> married so uh you know the the, the whole uh, the whole fatherhood thing came about as i was working and kind of i only know it under those circumstances to a certain degree you know but uh um I don't know. I forget what I was talking about. Happens yeah, that's a, so, so about how old were you then, Sean, when, when you first became a dad? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Oh, I don't know what I did with all my free time before I had kids. My wife and I look at each other and we're like, what did we do? We, we had so much free time. And now it's, you, you know, you, 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 you don't. And, you know, you're... You know, your perspective on everything, on life completely changes. It's not about you anymore. It's about it's about your children and, and you know, and, and raising them, which is as full-time as it gets. <laughs> yeah, and on that, what are some of, like, the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids growing up here? Well, one that's really important to me is, and my wife definitely, is to raise our son to respect women correctly that's a big one there's just i think too many people uh in this world that have problems with that and uh i think we're doing a pretty good job so far he's uh he's pretty empathetic which is good and um you know we we just it's funny because you you know you do your best and you try to instill values and as soon as you think you got to figure it out they change they change so quickly you know, and uh, you just you do your best. You try and do your best and keep them on the right path when you can. Yeah, well said, Sean. And you know, I have I have four kids, three boys, and our, our our youngest is a five year old. She's our only girl, and it's been kind of awesome to see. And it's a great lesson for my kids, my boys, to get a chance to see how uh, to treat girls and and how you want them to be treated. So I think it's a, a big benefit for them as they move forward to remember how they want their sister to be treated, and hopefully it, it takes That's shape great. in their life. Uh, moving forward and now uh, and she's got three older brothers that are going to look uh, after her yeah that's a big bonus there too yep 100 percent. and now uh, being you know uh such a uh, actor your entire life here is it is there ever any like a difficulty for your kids to know when you're serious and when you're fooling around or can they tell (laughs) my 
my my son always thinks I'm serious, no matter what I say. He just that's just I don't know why that's built into him. Um, my daughter, I like to play with more as far as you know that that kind of am I being serious or not? But you know, I keep it pretty straight with them. We have fun, but uh, you know, I don't try. They're still pretty young. I don't want to mess with their heads too much. <laughs> yeah, and rolling on. <laughs> And on that, what type of a disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, um, it's funny. My wife calls me the fun one, the fun parent, you know, but you get that a lot, the dads. Um, you know, when I was I grew up in a military family, my father was Navy, uh, very disciplined um, I used to get the sort of scheduled spankings if I had earned one, you know, kind of when I was a kid and my father always taught me great lessons and, uh, you know, that lesson teaching I tried to instill on the kids and you got to have patience with children. I mean, that is, you know, such a big thing that, that you learn as a parent, you know, the patience that you need. And, um, again, you just do the best you can. Yeah, what has it been like for you and your family now? I know, I guess, uh, filming has all been on a standstill as the rest of the world is. We're all kind of in this lockdown here. Have you guys? Right. Uh, how have you managed it at home with the kids during the during the lockdown? Well, we've been we've been uh, self quarantined or you know the stay at home orders or whatever. We we basically haven't left the house in two months. Uh, the kids haven't, which is you know they're going crazy. They can only scoot around the block so much on their scooters and skateboards. Um, but, you know, uh, they're actually doing good because I'm fortunate enough to be married to someone who used to be a teacher full time and was for many, many years uh, a total educator, my wife. So um, Carrie is her name. And she has been able to take over the homeschooling with the kids um, just unbelievably. I couldn't think of anyone better that could do it. Um, she's just great with them and she knows, you know, what they need. Plus they have their video conferencing calls with teachers and different classes. We learned early that a routine is what they need. Routine is very important. You know, at 9 a.m. we start this. At 11, you've got the call here. You've got video conferencing at this time. They really thrive off that. So they're actually doing pretty good. It's my my son's all right because he's got his video games to sometimes keep him, you know, help him out on his when he's not doing school or doing something out or, you know, doing homeschooling or something else. Uh, my daughter, Caitlin's having a little rougher time with it, I think, because she's kind of a social butterfly. You know, she's so used to the, the cheer squad getting together and all that stuff. But all in all, they're doing quite well. I'm really I'm I'm, I'm proud of them. Yeah, good stuff. It's the same thing here. The what's been one of the most difficult things is not being able to go over to their friend's house, not being able to have friends come over, and yeah, uh, it, it is a challenge. And I'll tell you what, the teachers they have been doing a phenomenal job on my end here. In the beginning, I thought I was like, you know, I'm a homeschool teacher now, but it, yeah. it, they have really done such a great job with the video conferencing and the emails and following up with the kids. So they've had to adapt on the fly, like everybody exactly. else has. And exactly. uh, they've been doing a tremendous job. And now, how about as far do, do your kids, any of them showing any interest in following in your footsteps here? And uh, how would you feel about them getting into the acting world? Well, nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with Combat Flags. Combat Flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. 
Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. Now, how about as far do your kids, any of them showing any interest in following in your footsteps here? And uh, how would you feel about them getting into the acting world? Well, my son, River, uh, I think definitely has zero interest in it. <laughs> I, I think he'll be a coder, a computer coder of some kind. That's just what I see with him. Um, my daughter has been actually a little actress since she was a kid. She doesn't do it professionally. She's not in the business, but... She goes to performing arts schools. She's been doing theaters and a youth uh, academy, dramatic arts uh, play. She's done leads, uh, many, many plays. She just loves the theater and everything about it. And that's sort of her, her, you know, one of her other lives. And that's, again, as, you know, being a theater kid, that's another big social thing that she doesn't have right now, which is tough, you know. Yeah, and, and she, she's 13, you said then, right? Yeah, Caitlin's and, and, 13. And, and that was the same age when you first started getting into the business yourself? Uh, so is it kind of weird looking back now, thinking, wow, when I was her age, I was just getting started with my career here? Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> very strange. Uh, it, it's very strange. Uh, I couldn't imagine my daughter, you know, business-wise being involved. But, you know, I, it's going to happen at some point, whether I like it or not. Yep. And we got uh, Father's Day coming around the corner here. What is the uh, yeah. what does a perfect Father's Day look like for you? You know what? If I get some eggs Benedict in the morning, I'm good with whatever happens. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I'm, I don't you know buy me a pair of socks, but as long as I got the eggs Benedict. Yeah, it's the little things, right? That matter so much. That's um, it. And, and do your kids? Do they ever watch any of the any of the films or the shows that you've been in? Do they ever critique anything that you do, or get you know? Uh, do they enjoy watching you on the screen, or it's just kind of like normal at this point? Well, they're you know my my daughter's a little more interested because she's an actress. My son just kind of goes, "Oh, dad's on TV," you know. <laughs> and uh, the you know as far as NCIS, it's a little more you know for adults with the cases and you know, some of the stuff we show and talk about. So they've seen it. They've seen some of the lighter episodes and they say, oh, there's daddy's on TV, you know. Um, the only thing that I, the only time I think I ever impressed them was when they watched Hocus Pocus and saw me as a 14 year old kid. They were they liked that. Yeah, that, that's a family favorite here, too. We watch that every Halloween, as, as many uh, people do. It's a it's a staple to watch. Uh, yes, yeah, had this so. cult following for years now. It does, yeah, definitely. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of project you're working on? I know you said you have two more seasons coming up now for the NCIS. Are there any other projects or any kind of other goals that you have here moving forward? You know, typically we you know we do 24 episodes per season uh, on the show per year, and we uh, we cut it obviously got cut short because of the pandemic and everything. We we got 20 done this year. But uh, typically we do 24, and it takes us about 10 months. So, yeah, nine and a half, 10 months. So when we have free time, I really like to spend it with my family. That said, you know, I'm 
I'm an actor and I have a lot of interests. So if something came along, you know, a project that I was interested in, I would I would definitely uh, consider it. But I, I kind of have the thing right now where, hey, I'm with my family when I can be because I'm with my work family so much. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to cheat the fam out of the two months I get with them nonstop in the summer. Yeah, good stuff. And what, what about what kind of advice do you have for the parent out there that does have a kid that's interested in pursuing acting as a career? Uh, what kind of advice would you give that parent on how to steer the kid? Um, hopefully they're doing it for the right reasons, uh, not to get famous or to get rich, because that doesn't happen. I mean, very, very rarely, you know, point zero zero one percent. You know, most actors I know live hand to mouth. Um but if you're an actor, you're an actor. You, you just, you kind of know it. And it's the only thing you do that can make you happy sometimes. And uh, it's funny. I, I just, I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I didn't want to fall back. I remember my father, when I talked to him, saying, you have nothing to fall back on if, you know, you, you go this route and it doesn't work. You know, you, and I understood that. And I was okay with that, and I think you have to be pretty intelligent to handle uh, that kind of environment as well. I learned a lot working on the job, you know, is, is pretty much where I, I picked up everything, you know, as as I went. But, uh, you know, you need to get the right people to handle you. It's important to get, I you know, I, I would say get a good manager <laughs> if you can find one. That's, that's you know, that's a really important thing, but... Uh, you know, it's you got to be ready for a lot of rejection. You know, that's something that happens in this business and as an actor. And, you know, it's 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 rough on the ego. And, you know, kids are especially that's tough for them. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily the right thing for me to do. I might have been too young, you know, but um, I don't know. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, the way that we consume media now has changed drastically where, you know, you coming up, uh, when I was a kid, there was no such thing as likes and shares and all this other stuff that right. uh, kids, they're getting so addicted to the um, to that uh, that lifestyle of uh, wanting to be liked. And, 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 and I guess YouTube famous is a big thing that's going on to it, a lot of people. So a lot of people, like you say, maybe chasing things for the wrong reasons as they start to get into this stuff. Right. Um, well, yeah, I know a lot of people are fans of getting likes and all that sort of, and, you know, followers and all that stuff. And I mean, I get that, I, you know, I guess, but, you know, people build their whole lives on social media. It's, it's funny sometimes because it cannot reflect at all that person. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's weird. I've, I've only gotten on social media. I started this podcast two years ago and it's, I never had any social media accounts before I did it. So it's been kind of wild for me to see uh, the way people behave on there, it's it's a little nutty, but I mean, it's uh, oh, yeah. it, it does drive a, a lot of good uh, business when you're using it in the right way and it gets your message out and it, and it can be used effectively uh, for a lot of positive results. So uh, hopefully it yeah, evolves I, as we go on here. I, I agree. And, and uh, um, you know, it's funny, you were talking about the podcast. I've actually been recording a little radio show podcast myself. And I'm sort of banking episodes, you know, shows and I'm and hopefully I'll get on the podcast feed and and get that going. It's just something to, you know, that so I don't get I'm not bored all day. Something to keep me occupied. <laughs> yeah, well, I look forward to hearing that. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Sean, I, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. 
What type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Sleep training. <laughs> Sleep training. I cannot stress it enough. Six to eight weeks started. Buy a book called Sleeping Through the Night. I don't know if that's cool for me to say this, but yeah. say that there's a book that I used that was highly, highly recommended to me. It's simply called Sleeping Through the Night. I feel horrible because I forget the author's name, but it's just a picture of a baby asleep on the front. And you start at six to eight weeks. And I won't go through all the particulars, but with within a month, you'll have a kid sleeping 12 hours through the night without waking you up. You yeah. Know, without waking themselves up and crying and being hungry. It's just, it's I can't tell you because the people I know that didn't do any sleep training are having tons of problems. I've always had problems with their, you know, sleep problems, getting their kid to bed, this and that. My son, I put him to bed within two minutes, no matter what his energy level is, he is out. So sleep train. I highly recommend sleep train. Yeah, that sounds like some great advice there. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Sean Murray, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here. Of first course. Class thank, you. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You've been great. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Sean Murray for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. You don't want to miss out on tomorrow's Warrior Wednesday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Army Ranger legend Matt Eversman joins me here. He was in the Battle of Mogadishu. Uh, he was the main character of the movie Black Hawk Down. He will be the second combat veteran that I've had the honor of interviewing from that incident. If you recall, I had Night Stalker pilot Mike Durant, who was shot down in his Black Hawk helicopter and captured by the Somalis. So don't miss out on that. Follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Thank you.